the good, the bad, the evil, and worse still, the indifferent. USA shootings, round and round we go. The nightmare merry-go-round which no one seems willing or able to switch off, whilst parents scream, get our children off and don't put any more on. But like some terrifying deja vu, it carries on turning and the eerie music is all too familiar to us, as we've heard it before. There are those that speak out when they see that things are not right, whilst there are others that are silent, in denial, turn the other way, and worse still, are indifferent to the suffering of those who are not the same as them, or not in their immediate circles. I talk about this in the Six Stages Framework, my newly released book. Which one of these are you? Is it a case of the lesser of two evils? Most of us like to think that we are the good people and that we would speak up if we saw that something was wrong. But often, when you stop and look at our behaviours and actions, we can fall short. Some might add that this inaction is not always consciously done, or that our behaviours are not always within our control. In my view, standing around and doing nothing and not speaking up is way up there on the spectrum of injustice or on the violence bystander spectrum. So, do you believe in good and evil? The honest answer is, I don't know. I do, however, recognize the human flaw of indifference and the damage this can do. I suppose if you pressed me, I would say, I believe in evil acts, but as a psychologist and always, I've always been taught to separate the act from the person, to try and understand what has brought the person to the position they're in and to ask what are the environmental factors as well as the internal factors which have contributed to their behaviours. Having been brought up as a Catholic, I was also taught about forgiveness. Again, very difficult messages for the parents in Uvalde going through what they're going through right now. And also difficult for many of us who are witnessing the massacres in the United States of America. Would you be able to forgive these acts? Can you separate the person from the acts? I also ask whether it is possible to forgive the blatant inaction we witnessed on the television in the response to the shooter and in not saving the 19 children and two teachers and also the inaction in terms of dealing with gun violence and gun sales. One, one thing which is clear is that many of us are left reeling at the events in Uvalde and in Buffalo, feeling empty and helpless and angry. The parents, families and communities in Uvalde are, as one father said, 
who lost his daughter, scarred for life. Many are asking, when are we going to do something? And many are, po are appalled at the fact that whilst children were fearing and some running for their lives, we did nothing. So back to my opening question. Do you believe in good and evil? What is evil? How does it manifest? Can a failure to act also cons be considered to be an act of evil? When language fails us and we don't know what to say and we don't know what to think, we are plunged into the depths of darkness and we find ourselves asking questions about good and evil. The Six Stages Framework offers a language to stop to talk about violent acts and about the negative dimensions of the six stages where we see people spiral out of, out of control into bad and destructive behaviors, culminating at stage minus six, which some may refer to as extreme and violent behaviors. And some may even go as far as to call behaviors at stage minus six evil. While the Six Stages Framework was originally formulated with racism and racial injustice in mind, it can be adapted to other forms of discrimination such as disability or LGBTQ issues and also to other extreme acts such as violence towards women or violent killings like we've just seen in Uvalde and Buffalo. Sometimes we fail to see the signs and symptoms of behaviors spiraling down the negative axis of the six stages framework, whether that be as it applies to racism or to adaptations of the six stages framework as it applies to violence. Is this because we don't have the language to think about these issues or because we just don't like to think about behaviors and acts which some may describe as bad or even evil. Many of us are uncomfortable with the word evil, but a few days ago I had Freddie Gray, deputy, deputy editor of The Spectator, being interviewed on CNN. And he suggested that we need to start talking more openly about these extreme violent behaviors, such as the massacre of the children and teachers in Uvalde. He said, we seem to be stuck in a loop. There's one shooting and then we talk about it. Some have a racial element and then we'll, and then we'll talk about gun laws and gun reforms. But we don't really talk about evil. And what is evil? And does it have a spiritual dimension or not? We don't have the language to talk about this. His message was nothing changes and that perhaps the politics is the problem and that the politics may be feeding into the problem. His message was also about the need to find the language to talk about these issues. I'm sure like me, you may feel uncomfortable talking in terms of evil or labeling people in terms of evil.
as I said above, my training as an educational psychologist, we were always taught to try and separate the behavior from the child or from the person. But increasingly, this is hard to do. And I find myself having to dig deep in terms of not using such words as evil. I suppose I find myself thinking that the people who carry out these violent acts are as much victims of society and their acts reflect society's inability and failures to offer leadership and guidance. Frankly, they seem to have been a catalogue of failures in the recent violent shootings in Uvalde and in Buffalo. Failure to take action and to stop the nightmare merry-go-round and to say enough is enough. Failure to tackle the devastating impact of social media and misinformation which allows groups to form, which can encourage and feed the destructive elements and negative behaviours which culminate in these massacres. Failure to save the poor innocent children and many others who have perished in similar ways. Failure of the police to respond in a timely fashion, to respond as if their own children were in the building. Failures in addressing issues of mental health and in identifying the signs and symptoms early, early on in order to put in place interventions to support this young man. Failures of political leaders in the USA in finding a way forward in terms of gun reform. Failures in terms of empathy and compassion for fellow human beings by politicians and those in charge. Failures to take seriously the hate and pain which seems to be fueling many of our young men and teenagers, which then escalates into this kind of behavior. Failures to address the problems and a tendency to turn away and believe that this does not affect me and therefore I don't have to do anything. Failure to support young people and adults to manage their anger and to self-regulate. To self-regulate. Failure to support children and young people and some adults to recognize if someone disagrees with you that this is not a personal attack on you as a person. Failures of leadership, accountability, and of compassion and empathy towards others. Sometimes hearing the news, it seems the view that some take is if it doesn't affect me, then it doesn't matter. They're not my children, so it doesn't matter. But it does matter. Failure to recognize and understand the devastating and destructive impact that guns have and also that social media and some video games have. Failure to support people who get lost in violent video games and then simply argue that this is their reality and to locate the problem in individuals and, and call or label them as evil. It's like the USA are stuck on a nightmare, roller coaster, or merry-go-round, 
which many people watching around the world are left bewildered and asking, why doesn't someone switch off the power and let people off? Why are the politicians and leaders failing to act? Why are they putting politics, wealth and their positions above the lives of little children? We seem to have lost our way and to be forget forgetting basic human values and the right of, of every child and person to be able to live in safety and without fear. But the truth is, this, these failures affect us all. And as, as I asked in my recent post on Twitter and LinkedIn, what would you do if this happened to you? Some say that it's difficult to look at signs and symptoms and behaviours. They say the following. You hear that the shooter was a bully or that he was depressed or suffered from mental illness. But lots of people are bullies and suffer from mental, mental health illness. It doesn't mean they're going to shoot anybody. Lots of people are angry, but it doesn't mean they're going to shoot anyone. Many people play violent video games, but they don't turn into violent acts. Some say it's disingenuous to say look for the signs. But what they don't realise is that you're not just looking for one sign, but you're looking at an interaction of signs and symptoms. And this has to be done by people who are skilled at understanding behaviours. Surely the key here is that this young man had made threats and told people he was planning something. This is really important and maybe should be viewed as a sign. The young man and shooter who in Buffalo had planted seeds, seeds and evidence in terms of his intended actions. Both young men had planted seeds of evidence. The violent acts in question are certainly difficult to understand and to some they can only be viewed as they can only be viewed and described as evil yet the tendency to look away and to not take action in order to stop this nightmare merry-go-round can also be described as evil the pleas for change seem to be falling on deaf ears Will anything change or, will we, or will, we, will we keep going round the nightmare merry-go-round time and time again, like in some nightmare deja vu movie or dream? When asked about the recent shooting, Mick North, UK gun control advocate, whose five-year-old daughter was killed in the Dumblain shooting, said, I'm always shocked but not surprised. And after, there's always a lot of talk, a lot of prayer, and a lot of tears. And then people move on. I think sometimes turning a blind eye to the suffering of others, whether this is in terms of racial injustice or violence against children or women or discriminations against other groups, is way up there in terms of, undes of undesirable behaviours and some may indeed call it evil. Where is our compassion? Where is our empathy? And where is our humanity 
is it really a case of every child and woman for, for him or herself? So I ask you, how are you coping hearing about these violent acts and massacres? Is it right to use the word evil? Why is it that we don't have the language to talk about these things? What about leadership? Why is it that leaders seem to be failing in dealing with these issues? As more and more evidence comes to light about the tragic events in Uvalde, it is even more clear, it is even clearer that many questions remain and everyone is screaming, stop, no more inaction, stop this nightmare merry-go-round, and we need to do better. All our children and all children deserve better. All children's lives matter. All children deserve to be protected and not left asking as one survivor did when she found out that the, that the police had been outside for an hour before coming to the school. Why did they not come in to save us? Having written and posted this blog, I woke up in the middle of the night thinking about it. So here's a message of hope. So ask me again, do I believe in good and evil? If there is evil, I believe in the power of good to triumph over evil. And this begins by small everyday acts that each of us can make, starting with casting away indifference and caring about our fellow human beings. We can show this by speaking out and pressing for change even if we're not immediate, immediately affected and we're not the ones suffering. By showing true compassion for everyone, even those that are different from us, those in our neighborhoods and those who are in communities thousands of miles away. Hashtag indifference is not a good look. <laughs>